Good morning and welcome, Denmark. Yay! Denmark has joined our listening audience. Amen. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started, a daily podcast. And let's jump right in with Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord. Yes, happy are those who delight in doing what he commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will never be forgotten. When darkness overtakes the godly, light will come bursting in. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. All goes well for those who are generous, who lend freely and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil circumstances. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless, and they can face their foes triumphantly. They give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will never, ever be forgotten. They will have influence and honor. The wicked will be infuriated when they see this, and they will grind their teeth in anger. They will slink away, their hopes thwarted. Amen. And Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is still from the Bible in one year. Uh, now we are Psalm 113. And it says, Yes, give praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever. Everywhere from east to west, Praise the name of the Lord, for the Lord is high above the nations. His glory is far greater than the heavens. Who can be compared with the Lord our God who is enthroned on high? Far below him are the heavens and the earth. He stoops to look and he lifts the poor from the dirt and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes even the princes of his own people. He gives the barren woman a home so that she becomes a happy mother. Praise the Lord. Now, when the Israelites escaped Egypt, when the family of Jacob left that foreign land, the land of Judah became God's sanctuary and Israel became his kingdom. Oh yeah, the Red Sea saw them coming and hurried out of their way. The water of the Jordan River turned away. The mountains skipped like rams and the little hills like lambs. What's wrong, Red Sea, that made you hurry out of their way? What happened, Jordan River, that you turned away? Why mountains did you skip like rams? Why little hills? like lambs. 
tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Israel. He turned the rock into pools of water. Yes, springs of water came from solid rocks. Proverbs 27, verses 18 to 20. Workers who tend a fig are allowed to eat its fruit. In the same way, workers who protect their employer's interests will be rewarded. As a face is reflected in the water, so the heart reflects the person. Just as death and destruction are never satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied. Amen. Loving it, loving it. I tell you, whew, the Bible in one year, it is absolutely amazing. Amazing, amazing. Okay, continue to pray. And our last Proverbs 27 verses 21 to 22 says, Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. Hmm. You cannot separate fools from their foolishness, even though you grind them like grain with mortar and pestle. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be back. We got more. We're going to go to God's promises day by day. Can't live without them. Now, God's promises say, John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Listeners, Jesus is the living expression of what is on God's mind. But he is more. He is the living expression of what is on God's heart. But he is even more. He is the very heart of the almighty God of the universe laid bare for all to see. Do you want to know what is on the mind of God? Then look at Jesus. Do you want to know the will of God? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know what is in the heart of God? Then look at Jesus. Amen. Psalm 111 verse 4. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Listeners, God always does what is right because that is all he's able to do. He can only do what is right because his being, because in his being, he is altogether righteous. Because God is love, he is loving in his nature and all of his actions reflect that love. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Our moods may, our moods may shift, but God's doesn't. 
Our minds may change, but God's doesn't. Our devotion may falter, but God's never does. Even if we are faithless listeners, He is faithful, for He cannot betray Himself. He is a sure God. Amen. And Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which were seen were not made of things which are visible. Let me repeat that. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Wow. Listeners, faith motivates us to do the will of God. Note the verbs in Hebrew 11. Abel offered an acceptable sacrifice. Noah prepared an ark. Abraham went out. Abraham offered his son. Moses chose Israel over Egypt and so on. So true faith isn't feeling good about what God says. It's doing what God says. And faith isn't discussing the will of God. It's obeying the will of God. Ooh, powerful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says, It is God who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. We do not understand many mysteries, but we accept by faith the fact that at the moment we repent of sin and turn by faith to Jesus Christ, we are born again. It is the infusion of divine life into the human soul whereby we become the children of God. We receive the breath of God. Christ, through the Holy Spirit, takes up residence in our hearts and we are attached to God for all eternity. And thank God. Thank you, God. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Amen. Back in a moment. Now let us get some strength from strength for each day. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 says, let each of you esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely his own interests, but also each for the interests of others. Pray with me. Father, I love you, and I am grateful for all you have done for me. Help me to be generous as a way of thanking you 
for your goodness in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome, awesome. Judges chapter 5 verse 31 says, So may all your enemies perish, Lord, but may all who love you be like the sun when it rises in its strength. Listeners, in the Bible, light is associated with God and his goodness, while darkness is a symbol of the enemy and his evil works. Consider the following New Testament passages about light. Okay. Now Jesus refers to himself as light in John 8:12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 1 John chapter 5 says, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, will purify us from all sin. Jesus teaches about this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. He says, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And with these verses in mind, listeners, think about this. What does the sun do when it rises in its strength? It gives light. It shines brightly. And because we love God, we can give light to the world around us, representing God in such a way that people can find their way to him. That's why we say, let your light shine. Pray with me. Father, help me to shine like the sun when it rises in its strength because of my love for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Leading us right to prayers from the wilderness. Got to get a dose of that. Dear Lord, pray with me, listeners. Gaze up towards the heavens. Dear Lord, Teach me to be cognizant and grateful for your grace. I know being a vessel for you positions me for positive and negative situations, but you already know the incidents I will encounter and how I need to respond. So before I begin my daily routine today, let me seek your divine plan of grace. As I move into expanded territory, your grace is the spiritual compass that will lead me into my new season. 
My mind may be hesitant because the road ahead is untraveled. However, grace says proceed. Anxiety may attempt to keep me stagnant, but grace pushes me into the next level. And lack of experience may generate fear, but again, grace stands by to produce faith. Father, I am not aware of the panoramic view of your plan for my life, nor do I fully understand how my past afflictions will benefit me in the future. But I do know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And Lord, I feel that I am called, that we are called listeners according to his purpose. So as you unveil your perfect will for my life today, help me to pray for your grace. When your grace opens doors for me, remind me that your divine plan is at work. And when the tasks seem more than I can handle, oh Lord, please allow me grace to speak words of faith to my spirit. Father, I know your purpose for my life can only be achieved with prayer, faith, and grace working together. As I seek you to fulfill your purpose, I also seek your grace to bring your divine plan into fruition and based on philippians chapter 1 verse 6 i know that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of jesus christ i fully believe this i receive it by faith and i give you praise i give you praise lord for your divine grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay right there so we can hear directly from God. Oh, yes, listeners, in our pursuit of holiness, the Lord whispers in our ear every day. Oh, yes, he does. And this is what he's saying today. The process of faith does not end in your coming to Christ as Savior. It is then that I begin to sanctify you. You must draw near to me and have an open heart so that I can go to work. You must strive for holiness. The process of becoming holy requires a constant effort. You must be focused and determined to live a life that is worthy of me. My goal for you is that you would live in holiness so that you might reap the greatest of my blessings in your life. There will, of course, be temptations and difficulties, 
that you have to get through. Anything and everything will try to keep you from me, so you must remain focused on me so that you do not lose sight of the goal. Rely on my grace to help you through when you lose strength to move forward in your faith. You will not always be able to avoid sin, but when you come to me in confession, I will help you to overcome. Don't feel like you are to live a holy life on your own. You will continually need me to help you, and I am always with you. Make sure that your holiness is anchored in my grace, and you'll find yourself living purposefully, joyfully, and peacefully. Amen. Ooh, listeners, we are so lucky, honestly, to hear from God every day. I love this book by Cherie Hill. She nailed it. He whispers in your ear. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 says, Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, oh boy, no one will see the Lord. Yikes. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Lord. Oh, boy. And now, from Pray More. Pray with me. Lord, shore up my faith. Help me be willing to believe and receive. Lord, I feel your wall of fire protecting me. May your glory within keep stress without. Pray with me. When I'm losing my way, you know my next steps. So I'm praying to you, Lord. Shower me with your goodness. Psalm 142, verses 3, 5, and 7 say, When I am overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. Then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in my life. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you, for you are good to me. Amen. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about his presence and power. Listeners, never doubt that God can get you out of a stressful situation. He did it over and over and over again for his people, and he will do it over and over and over again for you. This is, of course, unless he wants you to learn something while you're in your specific situation, as he wanted the Israelites to trust in his promise to lead them into the land of milk and honey, 
instead of focusing on the false reality of giants in that land. The point is to refrain from worry. Don't stress or be anxious. Remain in his power and his love. Know that God is with you no matter what you're going through and that when he's ready, hello, when he's ready, he will bring you out with a mighty hand in an amazing way. Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for your presence and power in my life. And Lord, help me constantly keep the reality of your presence with me in my heart, in my mind, in my body, in my soul, and spirit. For I know with you, a breath away, I have nothing to fear. Listeners, you got to know that no matter what your worries are, you never face anything alone. God has definitely gone before you and has seen what's ahead. He'll be following behind you to protect you from the rear. And he's right here beside you right now with his hand of blessing upon your head. Keep these truths in the forefront of your mind and you'll see that there's no reason to fret. God has everything under control according to his plan, his timing, and his ideas for you. So relax into all that is happening raising my hand, (laughs) raising my hand. Keep alert for the voice of the Spirit telling you which way to go. Follow without fear, for you have the strongest being in the world, the God of the universe, before, behind, and beside you. Oh, you are blessed. Bye for now.